But at the same time, I feel like everybody had their their way of living, so it doesn't have to be me becoming them、mm-hmm. or or something else. You just have to stay true of yourself. I just don't think、uh, you're gonna be lonely all the time. There are other people who are lonely as well,、mm-hmm. and then you just have to suck it up and cope with it. Kids, this is Shanti coming to you from the beautiful sunny California, and I have a special announcement for you. We are bringing some changes to our show. Tina and I have envisioned the podcast to be a platform, a sounding board, and a place for parachute kids to exchange ideas, experiences, and lessons learned. It was never going to be just a two women show, because we recognize the wealth of diversity within our own community. And we've always wanted to feature special guests since the inception of this project. Well, due to recent events in politics and our personal lives, we felt this is the right time to do it. With that being said, we'll be uploading some interviews we've had with other parachute kids, reflecting on their high school years in the upcoming month. While you tune into their stories, just know that we are working really hard to prepare for our second season. Which will focus more on our college experiences, how we carried our lessons learned from high school, what we've learned since then about the world, about our community, and most importantly, about ourselves. Without further ado, I hope you enjoy this special episode with special guest Leo Dyson. Hi, everybody. <laughs>、uh, I'm Leo. I. Just graduated from Northeastern. I have a finance degree and a interaction design minor.、Uh, I'm actually six foot four,、uh, which is 191 centimeters tall. Yeah. I am、um, during spare time. I like to play all kinds of sports. I have a nickname called Quanzhou Tong. Wait, what? <laughs> I never heard of this. Because、one. I can, I can, I can play almost all kind of ball. <laughs> <laughs> but it,、yeah. it, the joke doesn't translate well in English. Sorry, y'all. But for Mandarin speaker, Chen Chou Tong. More background information: Leo and I has been friends for seven years, and throughout these seven years, we've actually never lived in the same city for more than like two months. Ran into each other here and there. I think once in California, once in DC. So our friendship blossomed from just being classmates. At an SAT bootcamp back in 2000, I think it's the summer of 13. Tina and I touched upon SAT bootcamp culture in our second episode about standardized testing. Leo and I met at one of those things, and we just had the same humor. So yeah, we shared very similar experiences. As same with Tina, we came to the United States at a very young age. Um, so at six, age sixteen, that was the first time、uh, my family decided to、uh, let me study abroad by myself. Which by the time I think was a very exciting decision. So the reason why I invited Leo to be on our podcast today because we are talking about the topic of loneliness. That's why. I... Well, just a disclaimer: I'm not always lonely. <laughs> <laughs> You make me sound like a. <laughs> For those of、oh、you、God. listening, I'm actually a very fun person. 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to sound like that. We actually tried to film this a couple days ago, and this is actually third or tenth. Um, initially, we want to talk about stereotype pertaining to Asian bo- Asian male and Asian women, but then conversation just kind of unfolded naturally, and we t- start talking about like loneliness. So that's how we got this episode. Anyways, let's get started. I would like to break down into three parts. The, the the main part is probably just education, and second part is uh, sports, and the third part is general living style. Mm-hmm. So the first thing is education. During freshman year, I had a, a great opportunity to study in one of the top school in Beijing. The program I attended was the national program. It's it's more like a U.S. institution. So at age 16, that was the first time I um, watched some Hollywood movie when I was growing up, and I actually played. Uh, funny story, I actually played Troy in the High School Musical uh, during my middle school graduation thing, and it was uh, pretty fun. I mean, I watched that movie for like many times, and that was mainly the inspirations for me to get a preliminary idea of what the high school would look like yeah. uh, back that time. But that's fake. I yeah, had the yeah, same yeah, idea. But, yeah. I also mentioned it in the previous episode. I was like, yeah, I really thought that American high school will be like high school musical. <laughs> <laughs> but before that, I think my, my English was pretty good. But when I first came here, it was like horrible. I couldn't even order on the menu. And it's just a it's just a painful process, but it's okay. I know it's not easy. <laughs> we both know. <laughs> One funny thing is like when we first when we all first came here, we have to this mandatory like theology class which mm-hmm. we have to attend with local students. Mm-hmm. And growing up in an environment where religious is not really a thing, um, we have to like combating the English barrier, the, the, the language barrier, in addition, we have to like learn all these new materials about um, apostles, uh, Jesus, and Old Testaments, mm-hmm. New Testaments. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty fun, but definitely giving us uh, some hard time. <laughs> so after the first year, we as international students actually organized a petition to form an introduction class for us just for us because we oh. never learned this before so yeah the school actually think this is a very good idea so we ended up from that time on there's an international introductions to theology class for us international students that's awesome when, that your school yeah, listened when we first started, yeah that is now i think about it yeah I had a really, really tough time in my theology class too, where we actually called it morality as sophomore years. Like, every year is different, like world religion. Uh-huh. It, in hindsight, it helped me a lot to understand American society a lot more, especially in the political spectrum. So moving on to sports. Or extracurricular uh, in general. Mm-hmm. So definitely the, the, the extracurriculum culture in the United States, it's way much more um, abundant than <laughs> in China. Before coming to the U.S., I never touched a baseball bat. And then here, baseball is such a big thing. And then there's 
another sport called lacrosse, lacrosse. which back then I was not be able to comprehend this form of sports competition, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. I still can't. Just be honest, yeah. I still can't really understand lacrosse. <sighs> Back then, I, I just call it catching flies because it catching looks like they're they're oh, catching cute. like butterflies. Oh, <laughs> Coming back, the sports are definitely much more competitive here. So, would you say playing sports reduced your sense of loneliness, or does it enhance it? Well, that's a double-edged sport. Sport because personally, I like being challenged. I like、uh, making friends when I was、uh, playing sports, but there are definitely times when I was very lonely. Mainly because when I was playing basketball, there are other students,、uh, parents came up to show their support.、Mm-hmm. Other international students who are constantly sitting by the bench and doing some minor things, and then we were just always their backup, no matter how good we are to play, because there are many. Elements for the coaches and the students to make decisions of who they want to be on the first round. Starters, yeah. Or starters, yeah. I agree with that because first of all, American kids play sports very, very competitively, and I used to be a competitive basketball player back in Beijing, and I played in the district as well, and we placed. But then, compared to my American peers, I was like, nah, never mind. I'm about to do something else. So actually, that's when I when I found dance. But even at dance competition or whenever we performed at games, like nobody was there. And but most of the time, other people's mom or dad they'll come and support. I think like parents are very very involved in American kids' extracurricular, whereas in Chinese culture, not so much. But that's the contrast, right? Because in China, when I had games on the weekend. Literally nobody's parents came,、uh-huh. so like you don't feel it's a weird thing. But here, all of a sudden, everybody's like uncle, aunties, like sometimes like grandmas will always come at these like minor games and make make their child or children the star of the family. But it is what it is. Yeah, I totally agree. But still, parachute kids listening, don't stop trying. It shouldn't be an excuse to stop. It's more for yourself too, even if. Nobody's watching. You should also also just do your best because those are the years for you to really build up your character and your skills. I feel like such a heartless person to say "suck it up," but suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, I'm a pretty positive person, and I try to get myself busy whenever I can. And、mm-hmm. um, back then, even at a very young age, I was able to find a lot of passionate stuff to do. So I got my first camera when I was like nineteen.、Uh, that was a life changer for me. I'm still a passionate photographer、um, mm-hmm. during spare time. I like to go shoot by myself,、uh, not only photos but also videos. I mainly I I just love the the feel and the the vibe of the photos I took, and it's just like a pure creation process for me. It's very personal. It's almost like a spiritual meditation for me to just go out and create. Follow Leo on Instagram. He's really, really good. Let's drop your Instagram handle. Leo Lin with four N. <laughs> Leo Leo Lin with four N. So you talked about education.、Mm-hmm. Talk about extracurricular. And socially. Socially, 
That's the hardest part to not feel lonely. Speaking of loneliness, I think one very particular thing that I wanted to mention was that um, because I was growing up in a city where、mm. there are so many nightlifes and so many restaurants to go out when you're、yeah. hanging out with friends on the weekends or on the weekdays, and there's just like there's endless things for us to do to、right. just never get bored and never running out of things to do. Um, same kind of expectations when I when I had when I first came here was like、uh, the life doesn't have to change that much、um, compared to the city. But、uh, the high school I went to was actually in a, in a rural place where car was the only transportation tool for you to get from one A to B. But yeah, that was that was the first. Uh, impression that I get was like the first time I ever felt lonely was、um, because there's nothing to do here,、yeah. and there's just like during weekends you have nothing. You just、uh, the only form of hanging out is just go to the mall. You run into your classmate and you have to have an awkward conversation with them. It's like ah、oh, hi, how are you? Most of the time you just lock down in your room and then. If you ever wanted to go out to eat or to go out to see a movie or see other friends, you have to have, ask permissions from your host family just to take you out, and it's sometimes really embarrassing. Yeah, yeah, you feel very pressured for asking them for a ride every time. But I also understand why host parents and agents have a lot of precautions about that because yeah, we are minors and. There are a bajillion things that could have, could have gone wrong, and they really have to be very, very careful about our safety. I do wanted to go back to something interesting that you brought up about how you felt pressured having to strike up a conversation with your peers at the mall. That is a very realistic and relatable situation. I remember first learning about the culture of small talk or like acquaintance talk. I didn't want to subscribe to that. I refused because it's so different from the way that I used to make friends in China. I was very resistant to it at first, but now as I get older, I start to realize the value of small talks and being able to navigate those social situations where you can leave both parties feeling good. For example, for girls, it kind of start at complimenting each other's shoes or complimenting each other's outfit, and you can't do that. You have to do it moderately. It can't be like too fake. It can be. You have to be sincere. And it took me a long time to master that, and feeling comfortable in my own skin saying things. But my initial months of refusing to adopt to the culture definitely contributed to me feeling lonely and isolated from like the social side of school. Yeah, that's one. That's one of the things I find very interesting when I came here as well. It's like you have to. Constantly complimenting other people on a consistent basis. Yeah. I remember. I still remember, like when my parents were here for graduation, and then we went to Las Vegas. So the person in the elevator look at us, and then find probably find nothing to compliment. So he just look at us. He just like finally said nice shoes. <laughs> <laughs> like looked you up and down and said nice shoes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that was like, why can't we just like be coexist?、Uh, sometimes, yeah. At the same time, it's just I think it's just a polite thing, things for American growing up to be 
this kind of ritual, just like complimenting each other. Yeah. Which I I think was pretty fun. And uh, sometimes you got you got complimented by the most hilarious items. <laughs> <laughs> but what about boys? Is that something the practice of a Amongst guys, like how do you get social recognition as as a boy? I would definitely agree that at high school we all want to try to fit in, so most of the stuff we are really trying to get other people to complement it by are some ordinary stuff like,、um, for example, your cars or your.、Um, Game or your your cell phone or some kind of like tech little pieces or get the、um, newest technology yeah, latest、shirt. technology. Did you yeah, guys have because, uniforms or you can wear whatever you want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing because because our school is also a religious school, so uniform is required. But from time to time. Because I'm such a naughty person. <laughs> naughty person, <laughs> such a rebel. No, such I mean, a rebel. Oh、uh, yeah. But、I、like Chinese boy、I、rebellious、I、level. Yeah, because because I have such a handsome face. You know? <laughs> Follow my Instagram. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, not trying to be selfish or anything. Conceited. I, I um. <laughs> Yeah, I constantly trying to show off my my Jordans with my like <laughs> casual shirts or with like everybody. Back then, I was pretty popular, but I I I still think my popularity mainly was driven by the general politeness in the school. It's just like oh. Did you actually manage to build any deep friendship? Actually, yes. I was very thankful when my closest friends. His name is Jay. I built a very strong relationship with him during freshman year, and then I actually went to、uh, a Yankee game with him during summer, and also invited to Super Bowl Watch Party, which was the first Super Bowl I've ever watched at his house. So that was a pretty fun experience. But at sophomore year, because Oh, he's great. It's terrible. <laughs> he got transferred to public school. <laughs> But yeah, we we still talk to each other.、Uh, still at this point, probably one of the closest friends I still have. But yeah, there are definitely mean girls and horrible boys at school as well. I would just like wave at them or say hi to them in the hallway, and they would just give me this weird look. As if I was like talking to the wrong person. What? I have no, yeah, I have no privilege to talk to them because they're too popular. But look at them now, and look at me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, success is the best revenge. <laughs> yeah, but I understand like different people have different expectations, so you can't judge all of them. Yeah. So, do you, would you advise the kids? Listening now to set their expectation low. <laughs> well, just like、um, it's it's not particularly a bad thing.、Um, you just have to be more confident about yourself. I mean, I met people who are very confident, who have a very strong linguistic skill, and then they have a variety of friend zones out there, and then they're just. Living the hell, hell of their lives. 
And I wish I could become that uh, that person who would just like make friends with everybody. But at the same time, I feel like everybody had their their way of living, so it doesn't have to be me becoming them、mm-hmm. or or something else. You just have to stay true of yourself. I just don't think、uh, you're gonna be lonely all the time. There are other people who are lonely as well,、mm-hmm. and then you just have to suck it up and cope with it. <laughs> That's not really good advice. That's really not good advice. But honestly, well, okay. Let me let me dissect this. Suck it up is is more. It's it, there's different parts of it. It's accept the reality, right?、Uh-huh. Accept. Can you really accept the fact that your English is just not enough to communicate on that such deep level with the local students? Can you accept that? That's the first thing.、Uh-oh. And coming into terms with that, and then develop a game plan. What is the best that I could do?、Mm-hmm. Right, I think that's the right way of thinking. And going back to what Leo was saying before, develop new skills. Like he found photography, and I found dance. And it was not easy to do those things, but we just kind of have to do it. And I want to introduce、yeah. this concept called shock and awe. It works. It works wonder. Pick something that people don't expect you to do. If you're I've heard stories about like how this like nerdy Asian dude is the biggest fan of guns, and all of a sudden he has something to talk about with、uh, other people. And for me, I don't feel like if you look at me, you're like, oh, that's a dancer, right?、Yeah. So it's like you gotta shock people, and then you become so well at that one thing you shock them with, and people are in awe with you. And that's kind of like how I think for a parachute kid or for anybody really. Developing what we call like an interesting soul or interesting personality, but do the unexpected,、mm-hmm. but also stay true to yourself, and always always be reflective and appreciative. And I think once you accept that, like three steps. Not three steps. I think there's a lot of points that we touched on, but just to recap it, Leo is saying that educationally find something that you're really really good at. And just really making sure that you are here for college. So let's get that straight. And second of all, play sports, but also realize that there's certain. There's, it's a double-edged sword. You might feel lonely, you might feel excluded, or you might feel accepted. It really depends how you spin it. And three, it's social life, right? Just be accept the reality. If you are a popular person back home, you might not be popular here, and it could be vice versa. But just stay true to yourself. I think that one of the worst thing you can do is do something that it's out of character just for the sake of become quote unquote popular, aka like start doing drugs or something like that.、Um, and yeah, be reflective about your daily or weekly experiences, and always, always. Appreciate people's energy, their niceness to you. Well, I should say match people's energy. If they're nice to you, you can be nice to them. If they are really mean to you, like what Leo is saying, that people giving him snarky looks across the hallway, like at this age, at twenty three, I'm like, I don't have to do that. Maybe when you're younger, you feel so pressured because like, oh, they're popular. I should be nice to them. Like, no, match people's energy. Realize that you have values too. 